Uh, oh, hang on. Look, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's here. Oh, hi. Good hello. There's Liam Mason. Oh, hello, Liam Mason. Hello. How are you? Worse. 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 Worse than what? It's an old Groucho Marx yeah. joke. Worse. Worse, yeah. Hey, Liam, can we begin by what? my son, Liam, who is nearly 22, is named after you. I was about to give birth. I was reading through a magazine. There was an article about you. And I said, actually, that's a nice name. And then when the nurse... I gave birth, it's a baby boy. The nurse said to me, what are you thinking of calling him? And I said, oh, we're kind of thinking of maybe Liam. Next thing I know, she brought a crib in and she'd done big curly fancy writing with the name Liam and stickers and that was on the side of the crib and I thought, well, there it is. Hmm? That's how Liam got his name and I'm very grateful that you weren't called Horatio because it would have been a very different journey for him. (laughs) I'm very touched. When I first went out to L.A., 1987, 88... I'd be meeting these casting directors, and they'd say, and they'd go, Lyle, Lyle, and I'd I'd get so frustrated, I'd go, yeah, that's fine. So I became Lyle Nelson for a long, long time. (laughs) So when you went out to L.A., was that, are we talking about satisfaction around that era, the movie Satisfaction, and you had a little ponytail? before that. Before that? Before that, Yeah. Your new role as Marlowe, what an exciting part of history to delve into. You're a private detective looking at the underbelly of the very beginnings of Hollywood in the 30s. There's a lot of juicy stuff in there. Yeah, there's a lot of juicy stuff. Shady characters, pulp philosophy, cynicism as thick as smoke, all based on this extraordinary character that Raymond Chandler created in the 1930s, 1940s, you know. Uh, it's funny, I'm an avid reader, but uh, when I was asked to do this, I had never read Raymond Chandler. And uh, I adore Nordic noir. I love all these crime things. I'd never read Chandler, much to my disgrace, but uh, I've read nearly all of his stuff. You know, and certainly did during the during the shoot. You know, mm. It was my homework. You know. yeah, but the best homework in the world to read some yeah. great books. Oh, I know. It's the best, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. Books, books. This year I made a news resolution just to read uh, as many books as I possibly can. So every week I'm not without a book. And I finished uh, the Thursday Night Murder Club. Have you read though that series of books? No, I haven't. Tell me. Oh, it's fantastic. It's a, And uh, I don't want to put you off because it's about these people in a retirement home, which sounds... Yeah. Uh, and, but they're, they're all these people that end up... Like one of them... The, the main uh, heroine is she's a former uh, MI5 agent, but she's, you know, almost 80. The, the, the exploits they get into is quite uh, extraordinary. So if you, you have a chance to read it, it's, it's just fantastic. Who's, who's the author again? His uh, name is Richard Ormond, mm. I think, and Osmond. Richard Osmond. And he's Osmond. an English comedian, a very droll English comedian. And they're beautifully oh, written. I've yeah. that down. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And, and the other one I'm reading is uh, Prince Harry's Spare at the moment. So if you, I don't know if you've heard of that. <laughs> that little known self-published book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spare. Yeah. 
I, I believe it's, it's it's selling very very well. Well, it's it's kind of interesting. You know, when I'm, it gives you an insight of what it would be like to be a royal, and I'm I'm going in it with a, a mind as my wife, for example. She just mentioning the word Harry, she goes apoplectic. But for me, I don't I don't know the guy. I don't you know I, I, he's been a part of my life. But you read the story and you go, wow, that's kind of that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean to be called spare by your father, mm. kind of, it does open a can of worms. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there's got to be some issues there, for sure. Some there of has to be issues. <laughs> I think he's voiced them. I think, move on, honey. Mm. Just get on with your life. You That's know? right. No spare two. Spare two. Um, your iconic line from Taken, I will find you and I will kill you. Have you ever used that in your private life when you're ordering pizza or a cab driver <laughs> irritates you? It would be a great one to bring out. That would be good. Well, I'll tell you, when the, the film came out, if if I had a five cents for every time my sons said, Dad, would you leave a message for my friend Harry? <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be quite wealthy. You know? Because, you know, you could make a good living out of that. Yes, I know. <laughs> you Suggesting that Liam becomes a hitman. <laughs> <laughs> well, Liam, it's great to talk to you. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing uh, Marlo, uh, which is coming out, so we haven't got a release date for it yet, but uh, I'm, just, I'm just ready. I'm, I'm pumped to see it. Good. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much. Give Australia my love. Will you please? We'll, we will. We are the people to please. give the love. And we will love you right back. <laughs> Thank you, Liam. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you Liam. Much. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye.